This episode of the CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos. They have two convenient locations, Capitol Hill and Wallingford. I love going to Capitol Hill. I'll go order my food, whether it be tacos, burritos, or tamal. I love their tamales. They're fantastic. And then I'll go sit on the patio, enjoy my meal, and then wait for something interesting to happen. And given that it's Capitol Hill, something interesting always happens. If you don't have time to go to either location, you can always order through your favorite food ordering app, Uber Eats, Caviar, or Chow Now. They make it really easy to get all of your favorite items. So next time you're craving some delicious Mexican food, stop in or order. You'll be glad you did. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the CZ Media Podcast. It has been a bit, but I am back, and I'm back with my boy, Jose. <laughs> What's up? Extreme Jose. <laughs> That's right. Um, Jose, you are the first guest in the new, st- well, you are the first published show that was recorded in the new studio. Oh, that's true. Actually, it's pretty dope. I'll tell you that. Oh, thank you. It it's, feels very homey, I will say. It is a lot of work. And it's 100% better than the last one, that's for sure. It for sure is. It's a little bigger. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit more of a man cave situation that I built here. Um, I did record a show with the one and only, only Seattle famous Kelly Young, but... Um, you deleted I, the file? I did. You, are you for real? I did. No ways. We were really, I was really drunk. Oh, well, there we go. And I was obnoxious. Believe it or not, I am an obnoxious drunk. Well, actually, I can tell because right now in front of us, we have a bottle of white whiskey, which is the first time I try white whiskey. And then we have a bottle of vodka and then ice. I mean, that's danger right there. Man. And, <laughs> and we have some tequila waiting for us over there. Can I ask you one question? Yes, Are you sir. recording this, though? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, there we go. So th- 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 I did not make the same mistake. Okay. I, this is my second pour of the whiskey, not my So 15th. you're not counting the first one, then? No. Okay. No. All it right. Was, it was shameful, actually. Okay. You know. You, and you're also not counting the bottles of wine that you drank before. No. Okay. All right. No, no, no. Good to know. Just so you know, when I got here, he said, like, I have a lot of beers. But then when I got here, he said, there's no beers in the house. So I'm assuming. Yes, you did. So, like, I'm assuming (laughs) the beers went somewhere. I'm assuming. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'll I'll stock up a uh, Jose beer cooler next time. That would be great. Because you do prefer beer and 
Cheap I've beer given too, though. Hard liquor. Cheap beer. Uh, Rainier. Yeah, Rainier, PBR. Yeah. Cheap beer. There the you go. Two dollar beer. Two dollar beer. Tall boy. Uh, exactly. Now you're talking my religion. Man, now you're you're real Seattle. <laughs> or really cheap. One of those yeah. two. Yeah. No, that's Seattle. <laughs> um, what is the uh, what is the cheap beer in Venezuela? Uh, well, the thing in Venezuela, it's just Polar. So Polar is like the main beer, and then Regional. That's another beer. Uh, it's pretty good. But is then that it, the same that is in Brazil? Do you think? No, Brazil has Brahma. We no, do. No, but there. So during my travels to Brazil, there was a beer called Original. No, this is Regional. Oh, Rio. Okay. Regional. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, which and then yeah, but the the classic one is Polar for sure. Like and then then I you. I bet you it's delicious. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Like is uh, it a Pilsner? Yeah, it's okay. a Pilsner, but it has more mm. flavor than the, your typical. You know, but yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what. Yeah. Other countries make really, really good Pilsners. Yeah. The the Latin countries do Pilsners really well. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, you're the first guest in the new studio. I'll post pictures of the new studio. <laughs> yeah. It looks pretty cool. Well, it's, I was, an, it's an honor. I was able to incorporate my love of photography, uh, the show, my love for horror with my horror wall a chill space so that we sort of the little green room. You love a boxing. boxing. Yeah. And uh, it is, it was, uh, it was tough. Well, first, I mean, you moved what a year ago, about a year ago now. Yes. Did you realize how much stuff you had? You know, what's so funny. I'll tell you one thing. So I I was living in first hill, if you remember, which it was a one bedroom apartment, but in reality, it felt more like a studio apartment with a door in the room. It was very small, but, I thought I didn't have nothing, you know, because my living room was pretty basic and yeah. stuff like that until I move out. It's like I keep bringing boxes out, boxes. And I was like, Box. where was this? Like, how did I pack this? You know, like I thought I just and my closet was very small. So I still don't have no idea how I pack all that stuff in. I had like three friends helping me out and we ended up having like a couple of pickup trucks, like three of them, too. It was just like, I don't know where all the stuff were, but they were there. So, man, I'm a hoarder, I guess. It's but so what? what's what do you hoard? I do like a lot of soccer jerseys. Oh, okay. Oh, I should say they're football. They're real football, football jerseys. jerseys. Yeah. So they I got t- I got tons of those. And then I got a lot of stuff like. Do over you wear the- them? I do. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do. A- I love a lot of art. So all the artists that I interview over the years right. and stuff like that. So I keep all that stuff. It's kind of like cool for me to have a lot of famous athletes that they gave me their stuff too. So that's kind of dope. And you know, toys. Video cameras, you know, right. stuff like that, lights, and you know, you don't let you bang. Well, since you dig art, I'm gonna ask for your help because as you come down to the studio, I want to put a piece of art on that wall. Okay. That's an impact piece. Like a wow moment? Like it can be crazy. Like, like I want cr- it to be like crazy. crazy scary or like crazy, like man, that guy's so cool. No, like this dude is a little bit off. Oh, this glue is crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to be in his house no more. Like, it's uh, just weird. <laughs> you know, you're borderline too. So, if you I go, know. if you cross that line, people are not going to come to your house. I mean, I already have skulls down here. Yeah. Like, literally, you're borderline. So, do you really want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and, I want it, and I want it to be big, like, to uh, cover up that whole space. So, like, I think the best way if you want to freak people out is just come up with a story that somebody got murdered in this house and that's how you got a good deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody wanted to buy this so house. You saw the I'll post the pictures of this space before I finished 
remodeling it. It was it was pretty scary okay. looking, and it was dark. It had these weird. The floor had these weird tiles that were nubbed, and there was this creepy closet. But the craziest thing is that there are hooks. If you look up just to your... I see one, yeah. There are hooks throughout the ceiling where we just are wondering what were they hanging from these hooks. Because these are industrial hooks that could support major weight. It could be like... A sex wing. A sex wing? No, you know what it could be? Uh, A maca. Like no. a, like a, too close like a, together. what what do they call it in English? They call a it a, pa, a, a Parawajan, uh, how do they call it? I can't remember. It's a like Parawajan. a Parawajan bed or whatever. A hammock? It's kind of like a hammock, but they have a name for it. Like, I can't remember. Okay, whatever. I think that's what it is. Well. It seems like somebody was would, just actually chilling here in the basement. That's that all That would it make is. sense, except for the fact that the other hook is a little too close together too for close. it to be a hammock. It is too close. So right. my buddies were like, nope, there was some sort of crazy sex swing club down here. And the reason they had a tile floor was so that they could just hose it down at the end. And Why would it. you have to hose it down? Because you've got bodily fluids excreting. What all type over of the bodily place. fluids are you thinking? Like you That's need to hose the floor down? Right. Oh my God. That is the story of this place. Who knows what they were doing in here? So they could have been doing some creepy stuff, and there were these creepy lights that were stapled to the to the to the ceiling that I took down. You're making this stuff up? No, for real. There, <laughs> there was a bunch of. Is this something that is in your dreams that you just came in here? You're like, oh my god, this I, is like my perfect room. I'm gonna make in my man cave, <laughs> and now you're trying to make up stories that there was like people hanging here having sex, and fluids are coming to the floor. Is that I what you're just, trying to say? I just don't see any other possible explanation you know it's funny i thought maybe that's where they hang their steak I, I maybe if that's what they call their partner their steak maybe it was these hooks where um people tie do like this japanese tying art you know what i'm talking about yeah where you're gonna go from, you're gonna go from like porn crazy sex stuff to like art now well no that's what they that's what the i don't know what's it called yabba yeah, yeah, yeah there is this art where you tie people up with rope and then you hang them. I need. Okay, I'll tell you one thing. If that would have been the case, that wood thing doesn't seem like it will hold a lot of it's people. The, it's a supporting rafter. I don't know. It I, would. It would totally. It hold. I'm gonna go with something. What? If, what if they were hanging some like weird plants, like the ultimate weed plant, something like that? No. It was like the like cool underground, very unique space weed type thing and they did have to hang see, the weed instead of put it on the floor. I don't did know. Did you see Lethal Weapon? No. So there's a scene in Lethal Weapon where they are hanging Mel Gibson up from a very similar hook, but they're torturing him and they're like attaching car battery leads to his nipples and electrocuting him. So that's exactly why you bought this house? Yeah, this was a torture chamber. Okay. You have a really good imagination, though. <laughs> well, let's hope it wasn't for that. That's what no, I'm saying. Let's hope it was that. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty cool. Um, so I this, this place has been ready now for a, a few weeks, and you know what I've noticed? What? I don't spend a whole lot of time down here. Why? I don't know. Mostly because this house is really long, and to get from here to the back... You're talking lazy right now. 
Like this, okay, let me tell you guys. Like this room is literally, once you walk in, there's like, Maybe four stairs down, and this is the basement. Well, like, right, but it's I'm, not like this long hallway or whatever. You know, but what like, I'm saying is that, and it's, it's front too. It's like this is before your living room. It's not like you're going to the back room or nothing. What like I'm that. saying is that if I want to go to the kitchen, that's a trek. Like it's going to take you 30 seconds to walk up there. But to be fair, even the master bedroom is very far away from the kitchen. Well, I know, but the refrigerator. For snacks is not in the bedroom. Okay, but you know a lot of men have a refrigerator in the man cave. I do have one, but it's full of film. No, we need one for fluids. For for beers. Yeah, and I might, uh, maybe a microwave too. Uh, <laughs> a microwave so you can do your mac and cheese down here. <laughs> mac and cheese. Yeah, that was like I can heat up the tortillas. Yeah, let's just like back in college. A just, little bit of salt and lemon. Yeah, you know. And I don't. I should just go ahead and put like a burner down here. A little, a little, a little. Uh, an electric burner to really do some cooking. Forget about that. Just popcorn with a microwave and maybe your stash of hot sauce. Because you like hot sauce, don't you? Yeah. Well, bring all that stuff down here. Yeah. Okay. Stop imagining the people got murdered in this room. (laughs) Just say the people had a blast in this room. Well, I am writing its new story. So, yes. Okay. That that is what the next owner isn't going to be able to say that. The next owner is going to say, oh, this dude was pretty cool. He had a studio down here and he took pictures and like, it'll be pretty cool. Not he had to hose it down. Yeah. After he was done using it. To clean the fluids. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Right. But no, I'm glad that I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be doing shows. Um, This show is sponsored by Rancho Bravo Tacos. Go ahead and check them out. By the way, where's Rancho Bravo Tacos? They're on... uh, I believe the address is 1001 Pike. So it's like in downtown? In Capitol Hill. Cup at Cap Hill, okay. Yep. They're right across the street from Cal Anderson Park. Oh, and I know exactly where it is, yeah. Their other location is in Wallingford. Go and check them out. Um, they have margaritas. Man, when I go there, I Get enjoy some margaritas. <laughs> It's so it's they're so good. Yeah, they're so delicious. This is the thing. Like, I can't do margaritas, though. I go freaking bananas with margaritas. I, like, I, I feel <laughs> like I'm in vacation and partying and it's like with one. So it's kind of like I for the last 20 years decided I'm not going to do margaritas because it just takes me back to college. To be honest, with you. man. I don't drink tequila normally just straight like that. Bullshit. Do bullshit. No, I don't do shots. You don't do shots for you to drinks. You're right. So, so I won't sh- I won't do a shot of tequila, but mm-hmm. I will drink a lot of margaritas. But that's technically you're doing a shot. If you're doing a lot of margaritas. Well, no, but if we're at a bar and my buddy goes, do you want to do a shot? I'll say no. I don't enjoy shots. Let's not, not, now I feel like we're talking like my, my, my conversation. Like, so, you know, I do the five-star dive bar. So, right. like, now I'm kind of like, all right. So, you say, so you drink of choice when you go out with your homeboys. It will be a margarita? No. What is um, don't don't give me the bullshit about wine. That's no, something. No, no, that's something you would. Boys. No, you could you drink wine with your wifey, but sure. don't like if you're going with the homeboys. Maybe some of them are, don't have a lot of money. What is your drink of choice? A vodka soda. That's too fancy. No, is it? Yeah, that's too fancy. Like, come on, go to a dive bar. What you can do? Excuse me, sir. Give me a vodka and soda on the rocks and maybe a lemon on it. Yes. No, something That's cheaper. Not fancy. No, give me like a shot of whiskey fancy. or whatever. Like, no, no. Like, give me something cheaper. I'm not saying it's fancy, but like something like 
cheaper than that. Mm. Really, with cheaper? the homeboys? You want me to put a flower? Well you want me to put a flower so in that vodka? Cheap? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you have it. <laughs> so what's uh, other than something is less than five bucks? What is less than five bucks? Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. No, no, I'm not gonna drink that either. But uh, you can do well, Tall Boys. Uh, you don't like beer? Um, let's go to the cheap margarita. Will you do a cheap mar- margarita? What is the cheap margarita? Oh, fuck. If you go to a place and they sell, sell uh, margaritas for five bucks, that's cheap, right? Yeah. That, that's going to get you fucked up. Well, the, so if it's a margarita and it's frozen and it's that cheap. No, that's not going to be. You see, now you're thinking fancy. We're not in vacation enough. Frozen you're in a, is fancy? Dude, I'm talking about like a five-star dive bar. Like you're in a, in a shithole. Like it's not like you're going to go, oh, like of course. You go to cruise, you're going to get a well, frozen margarita. Okay. I get it. So you know? if I get a beer, most of these places have a Corona. Mm-hmm. Right, I'll do a Corona. Oh, that's, so that's your drink. Yeah, your choice Corona. If with, it's beer, with a shot of tequila, or if no, I don't do shots. Okay, you don't do shots at all. Not really. No. Really? Mm-mm. I thought you were more like a trooper, though. No. So if you like haven't seen your boys for like I don't know ten years, and this is your crazy motherfucker homeboys, remember back at the good old days, you wouldn't do a shot with your homeboys. Well, no, I would, but what would I be that wouldn't. shot then? Whatever they buy, so whatever, so like uh, Fireball. Uh, if I have to, if you have to, come on, you no, gotta enjoy I'm a it. Trooper, I'm just not going to seek it out. I'm not going to say, "Hey, do you want a shot?" But if someone says, "Hey," if they ask me, "Do you want a shot?" Then I'll say, "Sure," and then I'll just drink whatever it is that they. All get. right, so let me switch the conversation then. So then, if you're going on a date with your wife, what would be your drink of choice? Wine. We drink wine. You see how quick you answer that, and you took forever to answer the thing with your homeboys. But because I've never been to a bar that doesn't, if the bar has vodka, then they'll have soda or or uh, tonic. So it's not vodka fancy. tonic. Okay, so if I, yeah. Okay, so you. It's like I've never been to a place that doesn't have that. Oh, and all of these places also have a Corona or some sort of anything, some sort of IPA on tap or whatever. I'm not uh, my the my favorite type of beer is a Pilsner. Okay, like like a European Pilsner. Yeah, like fancy. No, it doesn't matter. Now, now forget about forget about the cheapness. Now, like now, we're gonna go for like what do you really like? Yeah, but wine. Um, so for beer, if I have to, but no, okay, I'm sorry. Rewind for beer. My absolute favorite would be Pacifico, okay. Then Sol, then Corona. So you f- you definitely Mexican for oh, sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna like yeah, three out of three Mexican beers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then there are um. There are some good Italian pilsners, and then uh, the Japanese beer is pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's it called? Uh, is this uh, Sapporo? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So that's good. Yeah, I'll drink that. Um, and then if it's on tap, I like pilsners. Then IPAs last. Well, now that you're talking, so I'm very so I like the the lowest cheapest. The better, and it's like I think like I can't do IPAs to be honest with you. Like I don't know, like it'll hit me. Like I can drink it, but it will hit me very quick. But it's funny. I don't know if it happens to you. Like there's some beers that I like on a can, and there's some beers that I like on draft. Right. You know. And there's for instance, like if I do a PBR, I hate PBR on draft. It has to be like Tall Boy. 
It's just like, I don't know why. <laughs> Same with Vernier. It's like, they taste, for me, they taste better in can and a tall boy than like pouring it up. Like, but how many of these do you drink? I don't like over the years. No, like in a, in an outing. Uh, with hanging out with some friends and stuff. Depend though. If like, if it's like homeboys from college, we get effed up with that. Like, I'll go a night with it. But that's the thing. It's cool because you can drink a lot and still be okay in a way. Like if I do IPA, I do three and I'm gone. You know? Wow. Yeah. You're kind of a lightweight. That's super lightweight. Why? I don't know. That's surprising. Yeah, I know. A lot of people are shocked. But See, yeah, I'm not. I can I go down very quick. That's it. <laughs> that's like. <laughs> I can truly that's go down very said. quick. <laughs> <laughs> to you or to me? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's fine. You can make fun of me. That's good. Right, because the last time, the last time that I had a a, a PBR tall boy uh-huh. was at a amateur boxing event at evolution gym perfect in um is that the one in in uh, near lake union yeah i know yeah i i had my fair tall boys in that place too yeah so they, but i saw lucha libre though oh yeah they do that too yeah have you been to the that's a good story did huh. you do the story i did of the classes yeah to learn how to do it oh yeah okay yeah i, I know that i know i know the coach that's cool yeah 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 i did uh years ago yeah. maybe Three or four. We were years thinking ago. of doing like a longer piece, but we disconnected for a little bit. But yeah, so that's yeah. one of my first stories I did for Evening, by the way. Okay. Yeah. That's very cool. So yeah, I had that was the last time I had it. So this was a little bit ago. And I probably drank seven. Mm-hmm. I'll get you partying. It I just nope, because I just went to the bathroom a whole lot. Oh, you throw it up? No, just peed it out, uh, broke the seal. Okay. And then it was just trip to trip and trip and trip and trip to the bathroom. I, I, it did nothing. It did absolutely nothing to me. So you were just hammer. No, nothing. Oh, so you feel like nothing happened? Yeah, it was just water. Yeah. It was, it was just water. It was like drinking a Coors Light. That's about the same, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... Yeah, so I don't really drink a whole lot of beer. Bullshit. No, go upstairs. There's not one beer. You finished it before I came here. No, there's... It, it's... I just like wine. You do like wine. It, it's, yeah. I think it's, it tastes really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's re- another really cool thing about wine is that the where we get it from, we're friends with the people who make it. So it's more like your social circle. Yeah. yeah. It's like we're friends with the winemakers, um, and then we belong to wine clubs. So yeah. we go to the wineries, and then we're friends with the people who work there. And yeah. then we meet up with people at the wineries. And, yeah. like, it's this whole it's this whole thing. No, I agree with you. Like, I, I do say, like, the people who like wine and stuff, it's just more like a social thing. And yeah. then, like, the normally people that like wine, they always like trying to discover another bottle of wine type thing. Oh, yeah. You know? So it's like never, they're always on a hunt. And it's almost like that's part of the fun, I right. guess. Like, trying different type of wines and conversating with people about like what they like and whatever. So, yeah, I see that. The thing is that I think I'm allergic to wine, I think. Why? Because, like, uh, it hits me in a not normal way. And I think that I could have something with the grapes or something. I don't know. Do does grape juice give you this effect? I don't drink grape juice. Like I do you don't drink? Do you eat grapes once in a while? But I don't get it. Ha- could be. Well, then okay. This is going to be the wine snob in me. 
because it also depends on the type of wine you drink. So, for example, mass produced wines, Mm -hmm. they add a bunch of additives. Yeah. um, And a lot of the nasty hangovers that people get from wines are from that. But if you drink a wine from a small yeah. batch from a place that doesn't do mass production, yeah, there's a big difference. Well, actually, with evening, like I've been lucky to go to many places, and mm-hmm. like we we went to Chelan to a couple the last couple of years. The best wine of Washington came from Chelan, oh. Lake Chelan. So uh, I try both of those places, which the wine is really good. Don't get me wrong; like yeah. it's really good, but I still feel like it hits me too quick, like. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I just know that I, I drink a cup of wine and I feel already. And then up, it, is up it there. white or red? Red. Okay. I can't do white at all. White it's gets me sweet. headaches. Yeah, yeah. I don't like white wine either. No, no. It has to be uh, red. I like the drier, the better. The drier, the better. Same here. And I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like it. But I just know that I can't go out and have two cups of wine. I know that. Yeah. You know, you're pointing out the fact that I'm old. It's kind of whack. <laughs> I'm not pointing it out. I mean, like, it's a fact. <laughs> Double whack. <laughs> because, like you just said, our social circle, the, the friends that my wife and I have, they, the ones that we interact with the most yeah. are the ones who drink the most wine. Yeah. So we, like right now, we have a really cool couple that we've been hanging out with. And we text, you do text message threads and said, okay, we have this bottle ready. You know, we're going to open this one. And uh, they came over two weeks ago and they were the first dinner party we have. We uh, had here. new place? Yeah. And I opened a bottle that I've had since 2017. Oh. So it's. Expensive one? one? No. Well, we, I think it was like a $60 bottle. That's I decent. mean, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, but I mean, nothing. You know, it wasn't nothing that you thought that I need to keep for like whenever. No special moment. Yeah. So the reason that I kept it for so long is that I really, really enjoyed it. But Lori did not. She didn't like it at all. So I wanted to open it with someone who would enjoy it as much as I would. So I wanted to share it and they loved it. And I was so happy that I was able to share it with them. And, you know, I (laughs) I made the mistake of being a few glasses in. When I opened the bottle. Okay. And I wasn't able to fully, fully digest it. But I can assume that they really enjoyed it because they seem to be really happy. So that's good enough for me. Well, I mean, you get in free wine, you get in free wine. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) That is true. But it is more. So basically, the our friends are not our friends are out of the I want to do shots phase. First of all, I never really was in the I want to do shots phase there uh, the, for a time. There were friends who were into that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but we really have. That's just not. No. Yeah. That's just not who we like, that just wouldn't come up. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, getting hammered off of wine and getting hammered off of t- margaritas and vodka. That's that's right in your alley. That's works. OK, for me. Actually, last weekend I made margaritas, and I make a good margarita. Well, I'm gonna have to uh, try one of them. I am pretty good, but I make them super strong. But you can't even taste it, which is those are the dangerous ones. Super. Dangerous I call them ones. "see you tomorrow" drinks. Yeah. yeah, I had a, 
I've made margaritas where the next day my friends. You know, you know what I like about this that we're doing a podcast right now, and all we're talking about is it's booze. booze. Like, I mean, like we started with your home and your basement, and you're talking about murder and stuff like that, and now we're just talking about booze. Like, man, that's like, what else do you need? I don't know, man. Like, let's talk about how's your life, by the way. Man, this is full of. I, I mean, now that COVID is kind of slowing down, like how's your life? I guess, man, it's good. It's good. I'm keeping busy doing stuff. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but last year in October, Comcast did had a grant. They offered a grant. For what? To brown and black owned businesses who were affected by COVID. And I... You qualify? I, I submitted for this grant. Okay. And I told them that I was a photographer and because covid shut everything down you didn't have a job i couldn't work yeah as much and that i had to pivot and do something else and i submitted the grant and i was approved and this was a ten thousand dollar grant nice so the the action part of this is that i want to start a shoe a sneaker accessory brand so okay explain that because like I actually do. I, I mean, for those that don't know, like you were like into the fucking sneaker world. Oh, yeah. Like the like, audience knows. Okay, so you're like heavy, heavy duty. Yeah. Uh, which is it's a passion, and I always think like you have to find. If you find a job that is your passion, then you don't have a job. Sure. You're just doing what you love, right? Right. So like I I see it. I mean, a couple I've visited you a couple times now, and then uh, I see how much you love sneakers and photograph. Uh, photos yeah. you know like those are your two true passion true so you would do it even though you don't, you don't get paid oh yeah i have yeah so like, explain it right now like so what's your idea with this 10k so i created a, i started a business called the sneakers friend and you can go to the sneakers mm-hmm. i set up a website so you have a website i have a website and right now i am taking i'm starting a mailing list and I did a bunch of te- so I ordered a bunch of samples of sneaker cleaners. Ah, I ordered a bunch. Like so you're trying to find like seven. Okay, so what's the purpose? So you're trying to find like uh, what's the like the ultimate? Yeah, I I so I did I ordered a bunch of samples from different suppliers. Okay, and then I did a bunch of tests on a bunch of different sneakers, and then I found one that I liked. So the ultimate test. Which I made the mistake of not documenting it. Okay. So I have a pair of Jordan 1 Travis Scott highs. Nice. And those are... How much are those for? Those are 20... Were, the Soulmates is selling them for 2100 bucks. Okay. So they're $2,000 shoes. And I got them dirty. So I got a pair. Okay. I got them dirty. And then I cleaned them with the cleaner that I selected. And that shoe has some suede on it, some leather... It's really nice leather. And I was really nervous of how it would do with the suede. Yeah. The suede, you need to treat it a little bit. You need to be kind to it. Um, and it did great. And I did I did it three times. So you, you're the type of guy that will actually buy a shoe and wear them, right? No. I buy a shoe and then I put it away. So you never use it? Yeah. There's a, I, out of the 50 that I have, I've worn maybe... 10 or 15 really okay yeah so it's more like a piece of art yeah but they're just in the box okay in the 
in the hallway. So how are you going to make your money? How are you going to make a business out of this idea? So I'm going to use the grant money to buy inventory. It's more sneakers? No, the cleaner. Okay. The sneaker cleaner. So I'm going to buy sneaker cleaner, and then I'm going to buy packaging and then sell it from the website. Okay. So um, the grant that I got from Comcast included business coaching from a company called Eureka, and they help you. It's basically a business degree that they're teaching because the 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 classes that I've attended, it's pretty much they're talking about the same things that my business professors spoke about. Okay. Of, so you I, feel like you didn't learn nothing? Or? Well, no, it's good because we can always use a refresher, right? Yeah. And I haven't spoken about my business plan with someone who is business knowledgeable. So I was so far, I've just been relying on myself and that's not a good idea. Okay. So <clears throat> I've been speaking about it to people who um, are business minded and that's probably sounds stupid, but who are who who? Well, my coach. So I like how you say coach. Well, because we're assigned, we're assigned business coaches. Okay, so it's not like your mentor or nothing. It's just coach. Yeah, we, they call her a coach. Okay, yeah. So she, she was an executive at Dell for a long time. Computers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so she was an executive at Dell for a long time and super knowledgeable. Um, so what she's just been helping me do is think about think of it from the outside because I'm too in. Like people who start businesses are too into their own idea. It's hard for them to step a step away and look at it from the outside. So she was, you know, in the however many times that we've spoken where she's trying to help me just develop my idea better. She's, you know, given me she's given me some really good ideas and have pointed out some really interesting things that I just hadn't thought of yet. Okay, so it's a good thing overall. Yeah. So I'm getting close to the point now where I'm going to start investing this 10,000 into buying inventory and buying everything that I need to actually start selling. Okay. so the website. So it's not just cleaners then. Well, no, it won't be so. The first thing that I will actually take to market will be the cleaner. Mm -hmm. And then the second product is going to be a suede cleaner. The third product is going to be a, um, a, a sealer. So a spray that you put on your sneakers where if it gets wet, it'll just come right off. Or if you pour, if you get them dirty, it'll be easier to clean. Now, let me drop something on you, and maybe I'm way over the head because I'm not like the perfect businessman myself. Mm-hmm. Um, what about if you you already found the cleaner that you like, right? Yeah. Okay. What about you not trying to create your own cleaner? To See, actually formulate it? Well, the formula is there. You already find the formula, but just like tweak it a little bit where you can make your own. And then you make your own cleaner because like 10K is 10K. Yeah. I mean, like I feel like if you're going to – I don't know. You're just making business with somebody else, you know? I'm- well, no. So basically any product that comes out right now, mm-hmm. they're not making it. They're buying that product yeah. from China. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, ever, so everything is already made in China. Uh, yeah. And 
even the sneaker cleaners that are out right now, yeah. like the bigger, the big ones are called Crep Protect, Rejuvenator. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why you don't use that? Like, you already know kind of where you want to go. And then find the people who are doing this, like, let's say China, whatever. And then just spice it up for a little bit. Like, making you own. Yeah. Like, it's something a little different. So, the th- there's two issues. One is that... You don't want to have no child labor in your company. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm okay with that. No, no, no. That's bad. That's bad. I'll let them. No, no, but no. I can't no. Put in then. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> no, the one issue is that China knows that people want to start business with the products that they're making. So they make it expensive to start. And that's just buying stuff that already exists. So for you to ask them to change their formula for you, they're going to want a big investment up front. So they're going to want. So, for example, right now, you there are for the suppliers that I found, there are 500 minimum units that you need to buy okay and then the pro- the price goes down above 500 but let's just say that it it will cost me up to three dollars per unit if i buy 500 of them so that's 1500 bucks right there okay fair right enough. um and that's to buy something that already exists that they've already made okay um i did mention to one of them that i wanted to have a unique scent put into a refreshener and they said that there would be a minimum of like 10,000 units that I needed to buy in order for them to do a custom scent. Okay. So it's cost prohibitive. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. yeah. So, but it is a really good idea. And like the, the, what I wanted to do is no one's done it. Like literally no one's done it. You know, what's funny? Like I, I do appreciate the sneaker world like i love it i just don't know nothing about it you know like i always buy what i you know i like to buy like clothes and stuff like that like Mm. i I love sneakers like but i not necessarily don't know what what's what and like so i just i just i'm the type of guy that just buy whatever i like and that's it well i mean and ultimately that's all that matters ultimately that's it um you just buy if you dig it you buy it and you enjoy it. So, I mean, it, it's very subjective, just like anything else. If you know, you like. Now that you're talking about your business and sneakers, like what I say, you should do like a YouTube channel down here. And I will put like kind of like soulmates, but put like your sneakers in the wall. Yeah. And then that's what you have your microphone with you. And then you have the camera in front of you. And then you can sell whatever you want to sell, yeah. like your cleaners or whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Here's the thing is that I really like sneakers, but they're not. I And then I'm learning this by being more involved at the sneaker shop. Okay. I like sneakers, but not like that. Like, what do you mean? So, for example, people who really love sneakers, they also have a affinity for fashion, Right. So they get the sneaker and they're like, okay, like what kind of look fit fresh? Can, yeah, it's like what kind of fit can I put together? <laughs> like what what what's you know what colors are going to be my yeah, you know, yeah what yeah. color with my, what's my popping, sweatpants what's my hoodie am I going to get a yeah yeah, yeah. represent you gotta I don't get you gotta have yeah, that at all yeah. it's like I don't care about that at all I wear shorts from Old Navy 
my wife buys me T-shirts from Hot Topic. Uh, Hot Topic's all right. <laughs> I mean, you can get like the band that you like in Hot Topics. Don't, don't, don't bring Hot Topics down. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. I, I get a lot of compliments from shirts that my wife has gotten yeah. from Hot Topic. Yeah. I just don't care about anything else. All I really care about is what a shoe looks like. Like, that's it. So why do you think, because now you're telling me that you're not a fashion guy. Like, I feel I'm like... I'm not a fashion guy Okay, well, well, it's funny because, like, you're saying you're not a fashion guy, but you spend a lot of money on sneakers. I mean, that for yeah, me is almost like you're, you're kind of like a fashion guy in a way. You just love it, but you don't want to wear it. Sneakers don't make... Fa- uh, 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 I'm not a complete fashion guy. Okay. I just happen to like certain sneakers. Like, that's it. And I can wear them with absolutely anything. I don't care. With your uh, Walmart uh, With my Walmart shorts. shorts. <laughs> I wear khaki shorts two days out of the week because I have two pairs of khaki shorts. I had to wear, a, I had to wear jeans for Easter because we went to church. But okay. that was the first time in, man, I don't even remember. Do you remember when was the first time you, like, started spending money on sneakers? Yeah. Well, when I started collecting. Yeah. When was that? It was. uh, And it was in. Oh, six. Okay, so you were older then. Yeah, because that's. I, that's when I started to have money. Yeah, but like, like I mean, <laughs> come on, but like, there's some kids that will like save it and make the lines no. and stuff like that. You never. No, did but that. that's the thing. I didn't. You never eh, did that. No. Okay. I, I, you know what? If, if, uh, if this how if something were to happen and I were to run in to get stuff, the first thing that I would run to get would probably be my cameras, and then second. It would probably be some of the art that I have up here because you can't reproduce this. True. Like this. Like you can't. The, so, for example, the that 100 um, House of a Thousand Corpses poster up there. I'll never be able to. That's a one of a kind because that guy's he passed away a couple years ago. Um, Is that the Roth zombie film? Yeah. Yeah. It was Sig Haig. Um, his name was Sidney Haig. Um, very I mean, he was an actor from the 70s. And then later in his career, he just did a whole bunch of horror movies. Bad or good? Corny. All right. But good. Like Rob, he, Rob Zombie liked him. So he was in almost every Rob Zombie movie. So he was in The Halloweens, House of a Thousand Corpses, um, Salem, I think, as well. But he was just in a lot. But he passed away. So I'll never be able to get it again. So I would never want to lose that. Okay. And then, you know, I would get my parents' picture. Like, I don't, like, maybe I would really, really want to get, you know, a couple pairs, but I wouldn't. Well, I mean, I mean, that's different. I mean, your parents' picture, yeah. like. You're I'm just not- saying that there are, there are many, many more things that I enjoy more than sneakers. The only thing is that sneakers take up a bunch of space because I have them in boxes. Yeah. So it's a little bit more up front visually in your face yeah they're okay. there they're. but i'm trying to figure like what so i do and this is not nowhere close uh close to the sneakers but i did a uh, one time in my life collected uh how cafe glasses for some reason <laughs> <laughs> and it was an excuse for me to go to different cities and stuff like that hey that's yeah which was dope but then now i have like so many that it's like my thing is like well i'm gonna have to eventually open a bar and put all those glasses because like <laughs> it's ridiculous like i have like i have like 
I have a closet pack of that in my house. And then my mom in her house, she has a closet pack. And then my brother too. And it's like, I have like, I don't know why. Like, it's just like something that is not even worth that much. But it was like, it reminds me of all the trips that I did, you know, but it's kind of like why I have that. And I think like maybe if one day I open a dive bar, that will be that'll the, be the glasses. the cups that we use, and it doesn't matter if they break them. You know what I mean? It's just like whatever. It's just, it's in a box anyways. But yeah. So. But that's the beauty of being a collector. Like you don't need a reason. It's. I mean, you mentioned you saw all of the coasters that I have now. Yeah. Like that's the new collection that I started. Where I go to places, and if there are coasters, I'll just put a bunch in my pocket because I just I don't know. I do have a collector trait. My, I have a collector personality. Um, I just like stuff in groups. Um, I have, yeah. I mean, like everything that is in here is part of a collection. From my collectible horror figurines to books to cameras to movies. Um, well, I'll tell you one thing that is weird. I do have a lot of freaking cool books. Yeah. And out of all my books, I only read one. <laughs> what makes a book cool it just the photos uh I'm, okay. I'm fascinated by the photos of, or the graphics or whatever but like i love all photos too and then like i, I especially all my books are mainly from like either artists or like musicians and i just love seeing old pictures of musicians or like whatever people were doing like in the old days but it's funny that all my books that i have i only read one yeah yeah so it's kind of like kind of lame in a way well because the the importance is how did you get it and what it means yeah versus what's actually in it yeah i mean i'm the same um i um i have a bunch of for some reason i like autographs but not just autographs on piece of paper like they have to be autograph an autograph something yeah uh so like there's a bunch of autograph books down there probably the best one that i have is of of uh, Annie Leibovitz, okay. who's a super famous photographer. She's done a whole, whole bunch. Um, she did a signing at, um, what's that bookstore on Capitol Hill? On There's so many in Capitol Hill. Something Bay. There's so many. Hmm. She did a signing there, um, and I got to say hello to her for two seconds. Okay. So that was fun. But mostly the thing that I remember about it is being in line. And waiting. <laughs> and waiting. <laughs> and waiting right. and waiting and waiting. Yeah. And like my wife was a big fan of Apollo Antaono. Yeah. The, the skater. Of course. Yeah. And I stood in line at that same bookstore. Was he there? Years ago. Okay. Years ago, he did a signing. Okay. And um, I, got my, I got that for Lori as a gift. And I, so, again, I stood in line for... Like two hours. So like, she wasn't there. No, she wasn't okay. there. Um, you know, so so I like that stuff. And then people who collect sneakers, they also value that. Like stand, although you don't get to stand in line anymore for sneakers. Not a whole lot. Yeah, it's more like an app and then yeah, they drop apps and whatever. And raffles yeah, and it's yeah, not yeah. the same. But yeah. they say the same thing. Like they like that social part. But I'm not. I'm not into that culture. Like that's not... I don't fit. I'm too dorky. I'm too much of a nerd and in a bad way, too much of a square. Um, I don't relate. I don't really fit in. Okay. Um, so I, I, I don't necessarily want to seek it out just cause it's, I don't know. I like, I like 
too many other things more. And I know that sounds a little bit weird. No, but it's fine, dude. Like, uh, like for instance, like, I don't know if I will go to, like, a, you know, there's some dudes that go to, like, toy conventions to find, oh, like, yeah. that one toy they had when, in, like, in the yeah, 80s like or Comic-Con. whatever. Yeah, like Comic-Con. Yeah, like, stuff like that. So, yeah. I, the one toy that I I think, like, me and my brother enjoy is, like, He-Man. Oh, yeah. But it's just so, like, whatever. So, I got tons of He-Man. But actually, I do have the He-Mans that we had when we were kids, right? But now I feel like once in a while I see somebody that oh they got this or whatever they got the castle or whatever it is right. I was like oh kind of that's kind of dope I don't know if I will go to the convention just to get that because like I don't want to have a bunch of toys in my house anyways but man but I think they're cool like yeah. I, I do appreciate it you know what I mean like I, so I understand when somebody's into like whatever Transformers or like Star Wars or like I don't know sneakers or whatever because like I I do I appreciate that but I don't know if I want to buy all that stuff. Yeah. No, well, it's, uh, I mean, I went to Comic-Con last year and there, I, it took a lot of willpower to not buy all the toys that I wanted. You go broke, huh? Man. <laughs> okay. What's your toys? What's your childhood toy? Well, Transformers. Really? Yeah. Do you ever have those watches? Remember they had a time that they had the watch that you could put the Transformer in the watch? Right. I think it was like one was the plane and one was a gun. I think oh cassette and a cassette. Yes, yeah. the cassette. It yeah. was the little. He was the, the little, little cassette. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. I, I love those because my mom would never buy them for me. Mm-hmm. She would buy me the knockoff Transformers that the they sold at ones. the dollar store. The cheap ones. Okay. Dollar but Tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. They sold little tiny knockoff ones for a buck at the dollar at the I dollar store. I bet they were ugly as fuck. They just did nothing. They didn't really, yeah. like, they just folded. They didn't really transform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. Uh, and then e- even, so, like, remember th- there was GoBots, which were the more economical Transformers, yeah. but they were still cool. Yeah. they She wouldn't buy me those either. Oh, boy. It's like, I think that a lot of the stuff that I have with the sneakers, with the toys, is because my parents didn't spoil me yeah and didn't buy well me that's everything. not necessarily spoiled but it's more like you well know, they should have spoiled me because i was an only kid yeah but you know like dude like some family struggles you know <laughs> no like, they didn't struggle she just didn't oh want so they just didn't like you they just didn't <laughs> well maybe you were like one of those nasty kids that your mom and dad yeah. thought like why we had him by the way maybe <laughs> can we give an abortion because yeah. like what we had oh, him wow. yeah <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> no they just didn't I mean, we were your standard, very middle class. I mean, and they we, just wouldn't wouldn't give you what just you want. Did not want to spend money on crazy stuff. They sent me to private school, and she said that that was enough. And I'm like, okay. I mean, that makes sense. You should have told them, like, listen, I'm willing to go to go public, public school, school but give give toys. me some toys. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So yeah, a lot of it is a lot of it is that is that I, you can go back. I mean, but that's. That is who all of those things are marketed to is 40 year old dudes who are trying to relive their childhood. Uh, You just did. You just did that story of that store in Kent. Yes. And and it was it was great. It's called. uh, So Retro Emporium. Yeah. And Kent. Yes. And actually, it's pretty dope. Like they did have a couple of human stuff, but it was sold before I got there. But how were the prices? No, they were very decent. Were they? Yeah, they were decent. Like it's not it wasn't crazy at all. So, I mean. She, the owner, she definitely is doing it for more like a passion. So she's yeah. like a big nerd too. Like she likes her stuff and her she owns it with her husband. But 
uh, yeah, so I don't think at all, like, the prices were definitely decent. And they have a lot of cool stuff. Like, I like E.T. I don't know if you remember E.T. But, oh, like, yeah. so they have, like, retro pins from E.T. and stuff like that. And they're, they're still a good price. I'm going to buy some stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I need to go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a super cool store, yeah. Actually, the one thing that I would really like is a Miss Pac-Man table game. I want those too. Like, didn't Costco sell them for a little bit? Yeah, you can still get, but my brother, my brother almost bought me one for Christmas because he was either he was trying to find, and I think it was like a hundred and something, like like Costco selling, not like the real retro one. Well, they were selling a small one. Yeah, a small one. Yeah, yeah. My brother was trying to the, hook me up with that one. I don't yeah. know if you remember back in the in the uh, early nineties, mid nineties, if you went to a Pizza Hut, they had them there. Like, that was one of the main places you can go to play the Miss Pac-Man table game was at a Pizza Hut. You know, it's funny because I don't think, I mean, now that I go to dive bars and stuff, like, I play Miss Pac-Man. But, like, I do remember playing Pac-Man. Not so, Well, I do remember Miss Pac-Man, too, yeah. So, I'll take it back. But, uh, and what is that, that gorilla? That used Donkey to, Kong. Donkey Kong. I remember yeah. that a lot. And I remember, uh, well, the space, whatever that you shoot. Space Invaders. Yeah, that, that was classic, too. And then when things changed, it was when Sonic came around. Sega. Yeah, Sega. That was huge when I was a kid. Was like, yeah, they didn't buy me a Sega either. No, I, you know, I never <laughs> I never got nothing. I never got Nintendo, Sega, Atari, none of that. Oh. None of that. You know what? My original Atari is in that case right there. Okay. The Atari 2600 that, from ooh. 1981, I think. You know what's funny? I will buy that because it was so simple. It was like a stick and one red bottom. Pretty much. It was it. And yeah. you can play, I can play Pac-Man on that thing all day. Yep. You know what I mean? Because Pac-Man was, was cool. Yep. You know what I mean? But like now when you see all those buttons and stuff, like the Xbox and stuff, like I, I mean, I have an Xbox, but it's just like, ugh, like it's just so it's many things. It's like, I feel well, like I'm working. Because you can't, those games, those, those console games and PC games, they're intended for you to be there for hours. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, I'm not going to do it. I always got bored it's, very quick. It's, right. It's like, I like the games where you play for five, 10 minutes and it's like, okay, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And you um, get, yeah. And this is like, you have, you meet friends in there. So now you have to be stuck. And then if you bail out the game then you get in trouble with your group and it's like, I mean, yes, there's a, there's a market for it. But like, I used to get bored very quick, even when I used to play Tekken. Yeah. You know, I play three fights and I was like, I'll switch my friends. It's like, all right, you, you yeah, do your thing. Just have yeah. someone go. Yeah. I mean, that's, I just wanted, I don't want to. I don't want to sit down for three hours and to play. play a video game. Yeah. It's like that just seemed to me that is just I do not want to use my time for that. And sorry that I'm going back, but you mentioned earlier all the stuff that your parents didn't get you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was that one gift that your parents actually got you that now that you feel like it could be a toy, it could be anything. But now you feel like, oh, I need to buy that because it brings sentimental memories <sighs> that maybe you don't even have. The one thing that they got me. Um, man, that's a tough one. I don't know. So nothing. Well, so I started working when I was 15. That's young, man. I started, what was your first job? 
my very, very first job was a paper boy. Okay. I delivered newspapers. Okay. And I made maybe 150 bucks a month. No shit. Yeah. I, I had a small route. I think my route was only. Was it like, like you and the bike and stuff? No, I walked. I walked. Oh, shit, dude. Um, But it wasn't very many papers. I think maybe I did like 80 papers. Okay. It wasn't very much. There was other do. There was other kids who had like 300 and 400 papers had on their the bikes route. and the little trailer yeah, in their, the back. Yeah. Their dads drove them around. Oh, their dads. Yeah. yeah. Um, But no, I had a small route and uh, I, yeah, made about 150 bucks a month. But that was enough to just get the little things that I wanted. Yeah. And that was actually when I was 13. Okay. And then when I was 14, I worked for a summer uh, for a guy who produced horse shows. Uh, the horses that jump, they're called okay. the, okay, they're yeah. called hunters and jumpers, hunters and yeah, hunters and jumpers. So these fancy horses that jump over stuff. I worked for a summer doing that and he paid me five bucks an hour cash. And for that summer, the lowest, the fewest hours that I worked was 40. The most hours that I worked in a week was like 75. Oh, so you were like balling, dude. Yeah, we would start. When during show season, we would start early, early, like at four in the morning. And then I wouldn't come home until late at night because it was an all day show. And then we had to set up and then we had to tear down. And yeah, I was 14 and I was doing this for, for the whole summer I did it. And basically I just saved enough money to pay for my whole school year. So I paid for my tuition. Oh, because you were going to private school. Yeah, I was going to private school and I paid for my clothes. My mom said... <laughs> My mom said, uh, you work, you make a lot of money. I'm not paying for anything. Oh, boy. So you got stuck, <laughs> yeah. dude. Okay. Yeah. So that was when I was uh, like 14, 15. And then when I was 16, I started a real job. Um, I, I started working at an off-track betting parlor in North Aurora, Illinois, making like $5.85 an hour. And the first thing that I this did is there, like up in Illinois. Yeah. This okay. is back home near, near Chicago. Okay. And I started as a porter. So sweeping, cleaning, taking out the garbage. And then they moved me to the, um, then they moved me to the deli. So I was a deli cook and then they moved me to the dining room. So I was, a, I cooked, I was an assistant cook for their main dining room. And I was there for three years. I was oh. there from like fifteen to eighteen, and so, so my so the, the when I complained that my parents didn't buy me any toys, it was thirty. It was twelve years old and less. Yeah. Because once I hit thirteen, I just got everything that I want. I what I really wanted myself, I could get because I was you were working. I was working. Yeah, so I I remember as I could remember like if it was yesterday uh, when I started working for the horse show guy, my dad said, don't work. He didn't want me to work. He said, don't start working because if you start, you're never going to end. Yeah, you're never going to go back to school it, yeah, or whatever. It's you're like gonna you're get just not to money. going to stop. Yeah. Well, it's true. <clears throat> it's true. And then, uh, no, I don't know. I just I just wanted money. 
Yeah, but that's what happens when you start working <laughs> yeah. so young. You get so, stuck with the money, then yeah. you want to buy a car, then you want to fix the yep. car, and then you want to do the things. Yep. That is exactly what then happened. Then you have a girlfriend, and yep. then you want to take her out on dates, and that's how it goes. That's yeah. exactly what happened. Yeah. It was once I got 16, once I turned 16, I wanted a car. Yeah. Um, luckily, my parents actually, they did help me out a whole lot with my with my first car. Okay. It was a 1991 Mitsubishi Eclipse. Oh, I had one. Did you? I had one. It was a 94. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My first one was a 91. Um, and my parents did help me out a yeah. lot with that car. <laughs> so this is, was this close when Fast and the Furious came out? No. Fast yeah. and the Furious was... The 98, right? No, 2000. Yeah, uh, it was in the 2000s. 2000s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah 10, 2015. Yeah, but the guy's car was in like 94. Mm, I don't remember. Let well, me see. I'm checking right now. You Google it. Um, yeah, it must have been like early 2000s, I would say. Maybe 99. Here we go. List of films. 2001. Yeah, yeah. It got to be early Yeah, was yeah. the first one. So no, I was an adult already. Mm. I was old. Was I? 21. No. Yeah, I was 23. Is there ice in that? Yeah, there's ice. Pour some in there. Barely ice. There's more water than ice. But there you go. Uh, well, I do have a toy that my dad gave me when I was seven. And it that was, you still have it? No, I wish I would. But uh, my dad's the type of guy that, like, he will hook you up with whatever. Like, he's really cool pops. And, like, he's like that. But he's the worst of, like, getting your stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if he's going to buy you something, he's always going to go on the cheap side. Like, that's just his nature. <laughs> like, he does, I mean, I don't think he just means it. It's just that's how his brain works. So, if you, if he's going to give you Christmas presents and he, he didn't ask for advice, you know it's going to be the cheapest <laughs> of the cheapest. It's just how it is, you know? Like, he did that with his mom and with my mom, with his aunt, sister and whatever. But he got me... uh when I was seven, and I don't know, it was a Japanese robot. It was Messenger Z. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. It, it is. Yeah. It broke right away because it was, I think it was more like something that you put in the desk and that's it. And I was a little kid, so like I, I broke it. I don't know. But then he tried to give me another one the the year after. And same thing like i broke i broke it again but i always remember that because i was it was between when i was six and then he gave me another one when i was seven and then he i think he gave up <laughs> and so yeah, i never got one ever again but then i remember yeah like then i remember that I'm like oh man like i do remember that robot so i want to find that so it turns out that it was like this japanese whatever and it turns out that it's like a collectible thing oh, yeah. is that they call it die cast and also it's like oh man like really all that thing probably goes for a little yeah, bit now. yeah so then i ended up buying one like after college just because i remember my dad giving me that and yeah. so i found literally the same one that he gave me that it was the metal one that breaks very easy okay so, so that's yeah. the kind of stuff you can find at comic-con Okay, so I didn't know because like I, yeah. I was never into that kind of stuff, but I just wanted to get this robot that my dad gave me. I never understood why he gave me that robot neither, but it's kind of like it must have been on sale because my dad was always cheap like that. <laughs> but I mean, at the time, at the time, but I remember that I just like I feel like I always felt like I needed to have that robot back. Yeah, and I did get it, but 
Yeah. No, that's cool. Oh boy. Like I didn't know it was like a dead cast and all this crap and you had to find it in Japan. I didn't even know it was from Japan or none of that. Man, yeah. everything cool in the US in the mid late to late eighties came from Japan. It was something of He-Man was, I believe, Japanese, Transformers were Japanese, uh Voltron, like ever like like all of these things were something that started in Japan and that were just well adapted I know Transformers started in Japan, yeah. I don't know He Man though. I kind of feel like He Man was from I here. I think he was. I thought he was from here. I know I know Transformers were like a little toy there that it didn't do so great in Japan and then they kinda of like exported it over here or something like that. Like there on Netflix there is a documentary about how all these toys started. Like Barbie. I seen him. Yeah, the toys that we grew up yeah, with. I could be wrong. Oh, it was the movie we grew up with. I don't know. Was, yeah. Yeah. The movies we grew up with and the toys we grew up with. Okay. Something and like that. Almost everything. I remember is, the Transformer that it was not that popular at all in Japan. And it they, was they Hasbro. Can, yeah. They rename it here and they did the thing and then here was like but I don't know He Man. Like I always thought He Man was from here, but I might be totally wrong. I could have thought, but I could be wrong too. Um, but every yeah, they are way more creative, and while they do here, is no, they copy. do better drugs. That's what they do. <laughs> that's true, <too. laughs> that sake is pretty good. Yeah, bet it must be. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think now. Something that they gave me that I wish that I still had. Yeah, I I I, I just attribute it to I've been responsible for getting the stuff that I want myself for such a long time. Yeah, like I didn't really rely on anyone else to get me something that i really wanted that's why i'm pretty tough to buy for like my wife actually my wife and i stopped giving each other presents years ago okay even like for christmas it's like we don't really because if she wants something she will get it she's gonna get it like there's just been a few times where she has asked me to get her something and then i mean i'll do it but then anything that i want I just, I'll just, I'll just get it myself. It's like we, we now focus all of, all of that energy into looking to get something for each other. We put that into going on vacation. Well, I will tell you one thing. I do love buying stuff for other people. And I do love surprising people when I find something. You know what I mean? Uh, So, and I also like when somebody buys something for me that it doesn't have to be expensive, whatever, but it's like, oh, Wow, they nail it. You know what I mean? Like, wow, that's kind of cool. So. What? I mean, yeah, because it's, I mean, human nature, right? Because then it means that they're invested and that they actually take the time to think it out. Yeah. For instance, like, I normally, like, I I get what I want. I get, I get you on that one. But like, for instance, my dad buy me something that I was like, not necessarily I, I am crazy about it. I would never buy it. But I think just the fact that he went and bought it. Right. Then I feel like, then I feel like that's dope. Yeah. And then I'll sport it out. Like, I would just, you know, I, I figure out ways to, like, sport it out because, like, my pops gave it to me. And I do the same thing with my brother. And then even now my godson that he's 19, he has his first jobs and stuff like that. So, it's like, he does kind of the same thing. And, and I love doing that for people, too. Like, I think none of my family members are shoppers. So, <laughs> so it's kind of like, all right. I you know, got it all. You know, so I know I can just, like, find something <clears throat> hella cool that they weren't expecting, whatever type thing. Yeah. It could be something stupid as, like, like a Funko that I don't know, like a player that my brother, my brother's into hockey. So if I find like something rad retro from a hockey player, he, mm. he would, he would dig. So. Yeah. Um, my wife is really thoughtful 
in that sense where if she's shopping and then she sees something that I might like, she's, she'll get it for me. Like just before we moved and I'm a little bit sad because I just haven't found it. It is somewhere in this house. I just don't know where, but she bought me a street sign that says Elm street on it. It says what? Elm street. So like the nightmare on Elm street. Yeah. Oh, so so it's like, it's a green street sign. Okay. And I and you don't have it here. I well, it's here somewhere. That's supposed to be in the main cage. I just don't know where it is. I can't find it. There's a. There's it's a, supposed to be down here. It is supposed to be down here, and I just I I don't know where it is. <laughs> and um, I I we still have a few boxes that are just shoved in this little weird room that we have off off the kitchen. So I need to I need to you go need to through. focus. And find it because there's only two things that I'm missing, and that's that that thing is one of them, and then the other thing is this tiny little thing that man, I just I don't know where it is, but I'll find it soon enough because our whole place was empty when we left it. The old place was 100% empty, uh, so that it has to be somewhere in these boxes. Um, well, Jose, I've kept you long enough. We had a good show. I think this was a good show. <laughs> yeah, we had a good conversation. Well, it's like, I, I think people say. really yeah. like hearing about stuff. The, I mean, the, the conversation that we had today is why Retro Emporium and, you know, the there's another store in Linwood that is very similar. Yeah. Is because people like to talk about the stuff that. Nostalgia. No, yeah, yeah. Nostalgia. Yeah. And, you know, stuff that they missed out on, stuff yeah. that they had that they broke. I don't even think this this was more like a conversation than you and me had. That's Man, literally that's, what. Which is it's this, good. Yeah. That's what I try to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you a whole bunch of other stuff. I know. I like, it's funny. It. Like, I thought you were going to ask me a lot of things, but if we, it just. We talk about alcohol a lot, and then I we mean, talk about that's uh, cool. shoes, and then we talk about your business, and we, uh, nostalgia, and toys. And so, I, th- I mean, we went to a different direction, but I that's okay. I think this is the first time I've spoke about that grand. Yeah. About the about my about my grand. Good luck with that, though. Man, I'm... Yeah. I'm, I need to get it going. You need to get it going. I yeah. mean, because there's right now, there is literally nothing in the way. Like, yeah. most people can say, I you don't You don't have, have no excuses, though. None. I have zero. Yeah. I have zero excuses. So I don't want to come back here and you say like, oh, I'm still thinking of doing this. No. Next time I come to your house, you better have those 10K spent Ugh, and well spent, though. Well spent. Though. I need to do I do need to have inventory and I need to actually have it packaged and ready to go because I have a whole I mean, I'm I'm a planner in a lot of things in like stuff that's only important to me. Like my wife probably wishes that I planned a little bit more for our household stuff, (laughs) but don't worry. I'm horrible. But it's like, if I want to buy a TV, I make a spreadsheet and I write all of the characteristics and the details of, of the TV, of the TV. And you turn her, man. And you know, if there's, I don't do that. I just get like like whatever, whatever's cheaper and kind of looks kind of cool. No, actually the very first time that I bought a TV without, scrutinizing the details is that one <laughs> so that's actually you need to go to my house actually that tv is probably newer than the one that i have oh, i just got it a couple weeks ago you know sad i, I work drunk. in tv and don't watch tv in my house you don't watch tv in your house no well, that's okay yeah I you guess. got i should do research though <laughs> <laughs> i should <laughs> what what's, would you watch? what's the competition yeah I, I i like real stuff so i like documentaries i i um, if it's acting drama, 
I like drama. Uh, what was the last good doc you saw? Doc I saw. Rewind is called. Is that the uh, blockbuster? No, this this is something I saw. I think it was uh, Peacock. And, and the reason why I saw it is because I knew about it and I know I have some good reviews. It's a very sad story anyway, so it's not like something that you're going to, oh, great. But uh, I, it was on my radar for a long time. I can see bad documentaries and good ones. Now I'm seeing some of these Miley Monroe uh, tapes and it's kind of like figuring out if she got murdered or not. But again, like everybody who works with me knows that I can see something really bad and something good. But I, I, I just enjoy it. what's about? Rewind is about this guy that uh, he was pretty much, his family always shoot videos of him when he was a kid. Mm. And so he has pretty much documentary his whole life as a kid and teenager and whatever. But uh, there's a switch in his life that he was super happy kid and there's something switched that he uh, started becoming very aggressive and very things. So then it's kind of like going back to the tapes and seeing... Oh. seeing kind of like the red flags like why he switch and okay. whatever and and it, it is a very sad story but uh it's 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 interesting how like he have amazing footage of that his father took from him that he could do a documentary based on that so that oh, was kind of cool okay. but I mean, it, i've it, never it, heard about that one yeah but it's it's sad it's it's it's, it's, it's about child abuse and all that stuff but it, it's, it's it's sad yeah hmm. yeah i just finished watching the andy warhol Oh, I, I'm I'm Netflix. I'm curious about it. It's good. Yeah, I'm curious. The thing is, like, that's a series, right? Yeah, it's yeah five episodes. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, so I'm weird because that's the thing. Like, every time I see it, the preview, it, it looks dope, and I know I want to see it. Yeah. But it's like it was one of those that if I start seeing it after you know nine o'clock, then I'm gonna probably be stuck to like two a.m. and then I have to work the next day. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because I only see documentaries in the weekdays. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh man, like I want to see it, but I want to be mentally prepared. Because I feel like I'm gonna get stuck with that one. No, it's good. Yeah, no, I, I, I bet you it's good. Yeah, I wish I could afford one of his pieces. So I've been good luck with. That. I've been looking into getting. So there are a lot of Picassos. Oh yeah, a lot of Salvador Dalis. Yeah. A lot. There's a lot of these out there. Those that, are, but those are untouchable. To be honest, with you. no, they're not all crazy like expensive. For, no, no, hell yeah. Not all of them. Hell yeah. Actually, actually had, for, for evening, I did a story in this guy's house and he had a Picasso, which is the first time I've seen like a Picasso face-to-face that is not a museum. But no, that for me is like, that's impossible, man. No, you can get them. Uh, they're, it's, they're like Salvador Dali has stuff that you can, because Salvador Dali did a lot of different stuff, not just yeah, paintings. Yeah. He did lithograms. Yeah. He did sculpture. He did paintings. And you can get stuff that's, I mean, it's still thousands, but it's not tens of thousands. It's like, okay, for instance, but why not look for like, so what is an artist that you could afford something that is still like something that is like, okay, I like. Like, for instance, for me personally, like, I I love uh, Henry's work. Henry's this like mural artist from Seattle. Okay. And like, uh, he's like my homeboy now. I did many stories, but like, that's the type of guy that I can still afford to buy, and I still think is hella fresh because, like, he and his art represents Seattle in many ways. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. I've only done very preliminary research, and there are pieces from these very famous artists that are attainable. Yeah, but 
are I mean, are they small? Yeah. Are they not represented? Like you, for example, the Picassos and the Salvador Dali's that I've seen, if you look at it, you can't tell right away that that's them because they do it. They've done these paintings in an, in a style that's not reminiscent of what their style is known for. But for me, Picasso's untouchable and Salvador Dali as well. Well, if you want something that is, if you just look at it and know, hey, that's a sound, then yes. But I'm okay with something a little bit, I'm okay with something a little bit uh, obscure. But I don't know enough about artists with art. I know more about photographers and their pictures. So, but even then, like that, that's, that's not attainable either. Like my... Like one of my favorite photographers is Robert Maplethorpe, and he did just amazing photos of orchids. What, am I good? No, I wonder if you're still recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm good. Well, photography, the thing is photographers, like I do have, I'm a fan of a lot of photographers because I'm a biographer. Yeah. But like photography is always one of those uh, arts medium that it's hard because like when you buy a piece, or whatever. Like, I never bought, like, a photographer piece. But um, it's almost like, well, thousands of people can have that photo. You know what I mean? Like, Well, it depends. I know. They always say, like... If oh. you're getting a print, that's different. Yes. But, but if like you're always, getting a limited print, yeah, then you're right. Which I I done that before, but I don't know. It's just like, I mean, it's a trick. And I, and I say it the same way because, like, i done documentaries and I do film. I study film. And I always feel like my my way of art, it's in a weird way for free. You know what I mean? Like, uh, for instance, like, anybody can see. For instance, I do a story for evening. Yes, maybe you don't have cable, whatever, but you can see that. And then sure. if you don't, you can go to YouTube and see it or whatever. Like, why would you buy one of my stories? You know what I mean? It's just something that you can just go and see and enjoy, and that's it. Uh, and I think photographers are kind of in the same way. That it's like when you make a movie, yes, you want to make a profit out of it, but l- let's be real. A lot of people will see it for free, and it, and it, they can replay it. They can do whatever they want. They can show it to their friends, da 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 And I don't know. And photographers are the same way. Uh, but artists is more like, oh, I own this painting. It's like a one painting. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, they make, I mean, I don't know. I get what you're saying. I'm just thinking more of the longs of if I do get a photographer's print, it would need to be a limited run and signed. Yes. Then that's where the value Which is. Which they do. But at the same time, you don't know that could be reprinted. They're just saying this, not, but it could. No, well, no, it is because they are doing all of these print. No, they're not going to, they're not going to, you know, print it from a negative it's going to be a print but i get what you're saying about there being a difference between taking a an image and then just reproducing it versus putting paint to there's one painting that's done yeah no you're right you're right i just don't know enough about those types of artists to say i would love to have this yeah yeah that's why like i don't get into that game because one i don't know too much about it and two i don't have the money for it either (laughs) yeah no that's like why even bother right (laughs) it's like i'm not gonna drop money uh to do it but i don't know it's fun looking it's fun even then it's still fun learning about all of these different things and then just well i tried to copy like even with my 
like with Robert Maplethorpe and his flower series. I spent a whole ton of time and money because I shot all of these images on film to try to duplicate something that looked as nice because it's just an orchid. Yeah. Right. It's which is a beautiful flower. And and you know the orchids are, are orchids are the Venezuelan national flower. Oh, are they? Yeah. Is it, so, oh, so are they? Do they are they all over the place or? Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I love orchids. Um, I've been able to keep one alive for almost two years now. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you have it on the wood or you have it on? No, in a pot. Okay. Yeah. In a pot. It's, the, about, it's about to die, though. I think it's exhausted. Yeah. It's, uh, you mistreat him. Yeah. Well, this Seattle is not the ideal. Oh, so you have it outdoors? No, it's in here. Okay. But even still, we're not the most ideal setting for an orchid. They yeah. like humidity. Yeah. Tropical. Uh, right. Yeah. So we... We we are not that definitely. No, not even close. <laughs> Maybe in summer though. Yeah. All right, Jose. All right. Well, thank you for gracias. having me. Gracias. Thank a ti. you so much, and thank you for everyone for listening. Um, I am sh- trying to get back to a consistent schedule, um, and check out the sponsors Rancho Bravo Tacos, and sign up for my mailing list for the Sneakers Friend. If you like your shoes, it doesn't have to be a Jordan or anything fancy. If you like your shoes and want to keep them clean, my sneaker cleaner is going to be able to help you out. So go to uh, thesneakersfriend.com, sign up for the mailing list. I am working on getting product in uh, and then um, take it to market so that you can order and uh, we'll get it to you. So thank you, everyone. Um, And also don't forget to subscribe on all your favorite podcast apps. You know what they are. Go, subscribe, leave a review. Thank you so much. Adios. Adios.